0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Get an Ayin Tes. Get in 79A, pagination is 157, starting from the top of the page, Mas Nisen, the new Mishnah. Dealing with a get, in which the scenario of the way it's being given, is that there's a fence between the husband and wife. And the husband is throwing the get over the fence. And the question is, at what point can that get be considered valid and binding and sever the relationship between husband and wife once it enters the airspace of her property, once it descends within the walls of the property, Or, of course, the other discussion would be perhaps that it actually has to land. And the scenario here of throwing a get over a wall is just reminiscent of like what we might call a Cold War get or something like that, where somehow he's not in her area and she's not in his area and he's tossing it over the fence. So the Mishnah says, omedes She's standing on top of a roof. And he throws the get to her. Once it reaches the airspace of the roof that she's on, that's going to be considered gerushin. Hu melmaila vehi melmata if he is in a higher area and she's in a lower area, and he throws the get to her, once it leaves his roof and enters her airspace, if it was erased or it was burnt, let's say it started raining or let's say a fire started, and by the time it reaches the ground it never hits the ground as a kosher get. Harza megureshes, she would still be megureshes because of the ear space because it entered the earspace with a prognosis of hitting the ground effectively. As the Gemara explains by asking Vahalo Minta just because it entered the earspace of her reshus, it's not guarded. We're talking about a roof that has a fence and it entered into controlled airspace. In the words of the Shulchan Aruch, Koflamites dalid Shehigia la'avir toch mechitzos Hamaika. That it entered into the airspace controlled by the fence. Also, qualifying the Gemara, qualifying the Mishnah's case, is the Gemara a little bit further down on the page, about 10 lines from the start of the wide lines. Loshanu, we only talked about burnt, Shakidim get lidaleka, that the get was already in the airspace before the fire started but if the fire started before the get entered, it would not be a good get. My time of why? Because as it enters the airspace, it's destined to be burnt. So apparently, we need a prognosis on the get at the moment that it enters the airspace in a controlled environment. And at that moment, we could call it a good get. After that, if it's acted upon by an unbalanced force, that's a new thing that happened after we already declared it to be a get. Similarly, one can wonder what happens if a gust of wind would come, even though it's in the confines of her walls but if the walls are far enough away from each other, you could get a gust of wind that lifts a piece of paper up and actually blows it out of her rishos. But presumably, in such a case as well, if the gust of wind is coming after we already passed in Migureshes, because the prognosis was at the moment it's expected to hit the floor. Then she would be Mugureshes, even if acted upon by an unbalanced force that came later. A person comes and whips it out of the ear and walks away with it. Again, it didn't hit the ground, never got to her. But we already passed in Muguresh's once it entered her airspace with the expectation that it would land. The Magid Mishnah points out that there's another Nafkamina, another difference in why we would want to clarify whether it's Gerushen once it reaches the airspace or only once it hits the ground. He says the classic questions. What happens if the husband changed his mind before it hit the ground? Very poetic moments as the paper slides back and forth in the air as it reaches the ground and seconds before it touches... He calls out, I'm hereby mevatel the get. I nullify. You no longer have my intent. So if we already paskined that it's a good get and gerushin has occurred, so it's irrelevant if he calls that out afterwards. Likewise, the Magid Mishnah points out, what happens if she accepts kedushin from somebody while it's floating through through the air? If we pass Genmiguresh right away, once it enters the airspace, so then she's an unmarried woman, and she could accept Kiddushin. She, of course, wouldn't be able to consummate the marriage and do nisuin until she waits the requisite time from Kiddushin, but if she accepted Kiddushin, she has to wait the requisite time from the time of the gerushin, but if she accepted the kiddushin, the kiddushin is going to be binding. She's married to the second man. If, however, the get does not take effect until it hits the ground, then of course any kiddushin she accepts before it hits the ground would not be kiddushin. And our mishnah is introducing this concept that it could be a get even before it hits the ground. Now, the Gemara invokes a classic question from Hilchus Shabbos regarding an object that's flying over the airspace of a Rishos, of a certain domain, and there's a machlokis of Kemisha Huncha or not. Is it as if it landed in that Rishos because it passed over it. The case is that a person is standing in Rishush HaRabim, in the public area, and he's throwing to another place that's also a rishus HaRabim, a public area, but there was a Rishush HaYechid in the middle, and he's throwing over that rishus hayachid over that private area. So someone has a house in between, and he throws it over the house to the other public street. And the question over there is that a Shabbos violation occurs if it lands in the Rosh HaYochid. And we want to know if the item, as it passes through the airspace of the Rosh HaYochid, is it as if it landed. And over there, there's a machlokis between Rebbe and the Rabbanon whether it is as if it landed for the laws of Hilcha Shabbos and considered a transfer between the public area to the pu- private area and then from the private area to the public area. Our Gemara maintains that the ruling of our Mishnah by a get that's in her airspace should have no relationship to that Machlokas in Hoha Shabbos. In the words of our Gemara, Le'inyan Shabbos, it has to actually land. There has to be a hanocha. We know that the concept of Shabbos malacha by Hotza'ah is that there was an Akira, you lifted it up, you transferred its location, and then there was a hanocha, you put it down. And therefore there's a machlokus. If something is flying through the ear space of a Rishus, <coughs> one can argue there was no hanochah, it never came to rest. While the other opinion says Kaluta Kamisha Huncha, the fact that it's grabbed in time in that Location, it's as if it rested. One can argue that regarding Shabbos. Avalhacha, but in our case, by get, Mishum in Turehu, it all has to do with whether it's guarded. Vahacha Minter, and it's considered guarded, it's considered secure. It's on its way down, and through the natural force of gravity, it is eventually going to land. And therefore, at that moment, it's considered secure. We therefore declare it to be a valid get. And then, if some other force acts upon it, that's considered happening after the get has already occurred. Again, going back to the case, the husband is throwing it over the fence into her rishus. And once it enters her rishus, the argument is it's already considered a get. Once again, a very complex case with different nuances and discussions, disagreements among the postkim, how this might apply, but the principle, the concept, is that once it enters security within her rishos, within the confines of her walls, it very well may be considered a valid get, regardless of what happens afterwards. Yeshe thank you for joining.